1: just transfer the files over and just start from scratch, which I have, and it's been running awesome since. So, That's the way to do it. Yeah, but fuck, man,
2: it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah like,
1: all it always is, you know? <laughs> it,
2: can, it, can, it can never not be a pain in the ass, really. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like dealing with
1: Canada on a daily basis. It's just like oh, a damn whoa. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 Out of nowhere. It's <laughs> I'm not racist. I just hate Canadian. (laughs) Does it even make any sense? Uh, All
1: right, everybody. Welcome to our uh, latest podcast, number 79. So, uh, we got kind of a packed show today uh, with uh, lots of E3 stuff. Yeah. uh, And uh, so, really quickly, um, yeah, if you guys have read the website, you'll. probably have read my article about or maybe saw it about uh, my fight with malware <laughs> <laughs> I have no I still have no idea where it com- came from like I you know yeah I wasn't in the dark recesses of, a, of the freaking internet like usually happens you know when you're trying to find that one obscure little thing and you know or oh see somebody naked oh go there no I have no idea where that came from but but I Sometimes. started sometimes what? it just happens man yeah well i started noticing it when i was on because i use chrome and like i started noticing early on earlier on last weekend where it was taking a little longer to not just go with facebook but like with other sites because usually facebook is it's you know it's its own entity on the internet yeah and uh you know when it runs slow but then you can go oh well i'll check my bank oh that pops up oh this pops up oh the porn pops up quick so it's just facebook you know but <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know, this one, I don't know what happened. And then everything was running fine, and then I turned it off, went to work, came home, turned it back on, and then everything went to shit. Like I was like, oh, and I had to write one article left for the next day. So after I finally got it at, like, 7.30 in the morning, I was like, now I got to do it. Well, why don't I just write about this? <laughs> so I figured, hey, that makes a good article. And the day with yeah. Oh man, but clean install, so that means everything is running like clockwork now. Also, the the oh yeah, you know how I was I, I put on Facebook about my uh, CD-ROM drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I after I done that, I turned it off, went to sleep, woke up the next morning. When I started it up, I heard the little click-click. You know what it does when it's checking that drive. I'm like, oh, <gasps> click, pop,
2: opened. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, I have no fucking clue as to why it
2: didn't why it didn't do that. Trying to put peanut butter crackers in your CD-ROM again. Well, I was getting a little lonely that one night. uh, (laughs) Speaking of porn sites. (laughs) Oh, man. Stop stop using it as a coaster. (laughs) The the built-in
1: coaster doesn't work anymore. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, so uh, did you hear Michael Bay now says that Transformers 4 will be his last one? And we appreciate it. Yeah, but he said that with 3, too. So That's true. We'll see if Paramount goes, well, we'll give you this much more money.
2: And, uh, you know. <laughs> well, I think I can reconsider. Yeah,
1: I think I might actually have enough power in me. But you, this is the thing. is He says he's setting it up for someone else to take over. Apparently, they're starting a new trilogy. Apparently the last three movies were apparently some por- some like grand storyline. Which, if anybody has seen it, probably didn't see that. They
2: don't connect at all. Yeah,
1: they don't connect at all. So he says in this one, he's starting off a new story arc. So he's setting it up for other directors to take over. And I'm thinking, well, if you're doing a whole new story arc with new characters and the robots are getting redesigned, why not give it to someone else?
2: Robots redesigned. I said that too. <laughs> <laughs> Robots
1: redesigned. So we might actually be able to tell who's fighting whom, you know?
2: Well, I mean, they're doing they're doing that with Halo too. Like the Halo Four <laughs> is the beginning of a trilogy. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know why that just came to my mind, <laughs> but <laughs> I I think. I don't know. I mean, the Transformers movies are fun, but they're just—they're just—I don't know—they're not important to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, did you hear what might be Marvel's mystery movie? I'm reading it right now. Black Panther.
2: Ugh.
1: That would actually be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, they should do it like Shaft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't have Michael Jackson playing it because he's already playing Nick Fury.
2: Who cares? He plays everything.
1: Oh, the 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 Old Spice dude. <laughs> he would, yes he would be awesome yes either that or black dynamite
2: black dynamite would be sick and not even be not even act like black panther like everyone will call him black black panther but just dress like black, black dynamite
1: th- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they even chase me panther Mike. panther my panther <laughs> doom. Doo, doo. <laughs> oh dude, that would be so awesome. Well, when I read when I heard that, I actually thought I go, "Oh, that would be cool. I would like to see that."
2: I think it would be cool. Yeah. To be honest. You. Oh, you know what I want to talk about? I didn't put this in the show notes, but I want to talk about real quick that Justice League thing. Oh, um, the writer? The, yeah, they're looking to rewrite the Justice League movie. The thing that bugs me is is like if they make it, I understand that they're they're thinking like, "Well, should we make all the movies connect?" Or should we not? And I know a lot of people say, well, oh it just look like they're copying Marvel. What the fuck? they doing the comic all the time. Yeah. You know, like the the whole multiple universe things. One of them did it. Now everybody does it. Right. I don't care if they're copying. As long as the movies are the shit. Yeah, that's all I care about.
1: Well, okay, I guess th- that would actually that'll just roll right into because that's my first story up is about that whole thing. So oh
2: yeah, I should have yeah. read down. <laughs>
1: So that'll just roll right into the news. Uh, yeah, as as Adam was saying, yeah, they got – uh, 10 years ago, right around the time that X-Men and all those movies started taking off, DC decided, ooh, we should do a Justice League movie. And – It was actually supposed to go, but then apparently there was something where they couldn't get enough uh, tax breaks, and it was just going to be a little too expensive for them. So they they shelved it, and shelved it for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And um, now this uh, new writer – let's see if I can find his name in here. Uh, But anyway, this this new writer – oh, Will Bell is – or Beal. He's actually working on the script right now, and for Warner Brothers, this guy – has written so many movies that are, have yet to be released. Gangster squad is one of them, but he's gotten a lot of movies um, written and that are made that are yet to be released. So apparently, you know, Warner brothers has a lot of faith in this guy, but there's some, there, there, there's some speculation that he's reworking that script and possibly, you know, making it fit. So, but now of course, this is where the line blurs to fanboy rumors, of will it have a shared universe, should it have a shared universe. DC has already said early on that they won't do a shared universe, that the movies individually will be separate from the Justice League. Um, uh, and, and, and some are saying, well, Marvel did it, so maybe they'll reconsider doing that, You know, given that Green Lantern had no real connection with any of the other you know, movies out there, and Man of Steel could possibly start the shared universe. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I know you know some are looking at it as like, oh well, they can't do it because Marvel did it, so they can't. And, and to be honest, no one gives a shit. Nobody does. Nobody's gonna give a shit. I would, I don't care. Like Adam can tell you, I'm a big Marvel fan, but I won't give a shit if they do a shared universe. I would be just as jazzed up to see a Justice League movie if they did it the way Marvel did it, because to be honest, watching the Avengers, knowing that it was the culmination of all these movies and they were all interconnected into the plot somehow made it so much more enjoyable it made it a big payoff and if DC decided to go okay we'll do Man of Steel we'll do uh, a Wonder Woman movie a Flash movie we'll redo Batman and you know and started having those together and then ended it with the Justice League movie I would be happy with that
2: yeah I would love that but that also is under the assumption that warner brothers will wait yeah to make the justice because they might be like well we need to ride on this fucking these coattails now yeah to make some money but i think they should wait. i think they should i mean batman already needs to get redone, redone. Yeah. redone.
1: yeah because
2: redone. nolan says i'm only making three mm-hmm. which is fine you mm-hmm. know that to me that's kind of like the comic book where there's a there's like a almost like a three issue one shot right you know what I mean? Like it doesn't bother me if there's another Batman after this, yeah. as long as it's not shitty. Um, they, and then they're talking about possibly rebooting Green Lantern.
1: Yeah. See, that would be cool. See, like that—that's what I'm thinking is, like, if they had gone, if they go ahead and say, okay, well, we need to reboot Batman, but nobody's gonna want to see a new Batman movie in like two years. Um, okay, fine. We got Man of Steel coming out in 2013. They do a Wonder Woman movie, do a Flash movie, maybe, maybe Aquaman. You know, yeah. And then come and hit Batman again and then do Green Lantern or Green Lantern first and then Batman. That would give it enough time and then people can start saying, yeah, this is going to build to something. And then everybody can be like, oh, that's going to be cool. And then they're going to want to see how it tied together. And, then, and the Justice League will be another Avengers type of movie because everybody wants to see Batman, Superman and everybody together. And that's why the Avengers paid off because everybody wanted to see Iron Man with Captain America and Hulk and all of that. And so I I really – and yeah, again, too, Warner Brothers seeing the money, they might not want to wait. They might just, well, let's just do it now and then – which is – which in some words I'll see it because everybody's going to see it. It's going to be huge. But whether it pays off and people love it as much as they did like the Avengers would remain to be seen.
2: The problem is is that for us, a Justice League movie just dropping, if it was – Stellar movie, like I mean, an absolute great movie. It would be fine, but there's a lot of people that don't know the history of these characters. Right. So if you're gonna make one movie and then introduce like, all how many characters? like five yeah. at least at least five. You're going to have to do backstory Stories. on all five of them. Yeah. So how long is it going to be or how much are you going to leave out? That, everyone will know who Batman is. Right. But no one's going to know – and everyone will know who Superman is cause it's fucking Superman. Right. But like Wonder Woman. Right. Um, Green A- Lantern. Green Lantern.
1: Uh, even though we've seen it. You know, Green Lantern. Yeah. Aquaman. Aquaman. You know? uh, and that's the thing. Especially too. Aquaman. Nobody yeah.
2: knows what the fuck Aquaman comes yeah.
1: from. And that was one of the things that I think the, Aven- the Avengers movie worked so well was because each of them got their own origin story. Yeah. And so then everybody already knew. Yeah. So everybody knew going in and now it was just assembling the Avengers. So that that would be a very big task. And so, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. I, I personally, I think it personally would suck if they didn't do it the way Marvel did it. And also, too, I think a lot of people, even DC fanboys have to admit that Marvel movies, they kind of set a tone. They've set this is the bar. Yeah. If you're gonna do something like this, you should do it like this. And I think if if anybody does it and tries to do, say, well, we're not gonna do it that way. We're just gonna do one movie. I think people are gonna be like, I would have liked to seen it do the way Marvel did it.
2: Yeah. Like I think they can pull it off, but it will never be as good as if they did it like Marvel did it. Right. You know, I, I still think they can pull off a Justice movie that would be cool. But I mean, it's not gonna be. Like, what the fuck, OMG right. fucking barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what are you going to do? I might see The Avengers again tomorrow. Motherfucker. I don't, oh, know. I don't give a shit. I've seen it three times already. And I have a DC fanboy for life. <laughs> and the DVD's supposed to drop next month, so. I want to get that fucking pack, dude. Oh, man, that pack <laughs> would be awesome. Because I don't have any of the Blu-rays. That's true. That's true. You don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, moving right along, <laughs> <laughs> analysts have been predicting that the Xbox 360 and PS3 are on their way out by the end of next year. Microsoft Studio head Phil Spencer <laughs> says we should expect the 360 to be around a lot more than just two years. Speaking to GameSpot, GameSpot. Um, Spencer said new ventures like the recently revealed smart glass technology and a Nike partnership shows that the life cycle of the Xbox 360 is looking to be extended. Um, he goes on to say Microsoft extended or I'm sorry, Microsoft entered this space with the original Xbox 11 years ago and we're committed for the long term. Spencer told GameStop, Game, I always say GameStop, <laughs> GameSpot during an E3 interview this week. The nice thing about... The Xbox 360 right now is, if you if you look, we're the number one console globally. Um, we're able to bring in new content and still support the best of the core games. It's a platform that has really reached scale. Uh, this is the time when you really s- see the great content showing up. The future, in a lot of ways, is always t- tomorrow. T- okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things like the smart glass technology and Windows 8 show that things are going to constantly... Constantly evolve. The world where... He had a lot to say. The world where everything gets centered around one console, and when that comes out, we kind of have to evolve evolve away from just thinking about that. Especially with the service-based nature of games today. So... Um, I said, now Spencer's comments don't automatically mean the new Xbox isn't coming sometime in the next two years, but it does raise a few questions. With technology being upgradable like it is today with constant software updates and new additions in the form of hardware, will will we see extended shelf lives of current generation systems? Sony still supports the PS2 today after so many years, but Microsoft all but forgot about the first Xbox not long before the 360 was released. With Microsoft releasing the $99 Xbox 360 program, it does seem like they may be changing their tune on this topic. We'll just have to wait to see what happens next year. Personally, I think they'll release the next Xbox, but they're going to do what Sony did with the PS2. And they're going to make the Xbox 360 a cheaper... like The PS2 is around for low-income people, or people who have young children, or people who just like those old-school games. Um... I think that they kind of shot themselves in the foot when they just dropped the original Xbox. Yeah. Because so many people, so many people I don't run that. out and yeah, I did too. I, the original Xbox is one of my favorite systems. Um, so many people don't run out and buy a console as soon as it comes out for a variety of reasons. One, they might not have the fucking money. Yeah. And and two, they um, you know, they just don't. I don't because you never know what could happen. Like I want to iron out the bullshit. Yeah. You know, so, and I don't have any money. Yes. <laughs> but well, I it, I think for I think for me, I think
1: a lot of these rumors, the, the the whole oh it has two years left or the end of next year, it's all it's all that fanboy shit. I I think that the the Xbox has never really in, has never really indicated that it's going to end soon, like it's going to end tomorrow or next year or whatever. Yeah. And I I think this is everybody who has been pushing for the ps4 since the ps3 came out or since the the 720 that everybody's calling this new one since the 360 came out i i think that you know they're it's basically their way of saying don't look for it at next year's e3 you know I, i i think that you know yeah with with you know, newer devices and especially too now when you, you know, you buy the newer models, you know, the, the new model with the connect and all that. And yeah, with the partnership and the, the mark, that, um, that, uh, X, that glass or
2: whatever it, it to
1: me, it, yeah, it doesn't seem like Xbox is going the way of the Dodo
2: tomorrow. Yeah. And then also too, you're constantly hearing that developers are already poised um, to make titles for the next generation of systems, right. which kind of tells you, because we've heard we've heard quotes from developers that say I can't get into too many details, but the next generation games are going to be blah 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 blah. So that that pretty much tells you they already know what the next generation is going to look like. They already know what kind of technology they're going to have to work with. And and the Xbox 360 came out 11 years ago. Technology's jumped forward yeah um from 11 years ago
1: so but then too I'm, you got to give developers time to develop games that's going to utilize that system
2: especially when they're working with new technologies yeah,
1: because so even though they may start working with it doesn't necessarily mean we're going to see it next year
2: exactly you know? so i you
1: know they they're going to i mean you think that the iPhone 4s just was developed between the release of iPhone 4 and its release date. No, it's it was it was probably already in testing phases by the iPhone 2.
2: I think it was I think it was developed the same night it was lost at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he was tinkering with it at the thing. <laughs> See that's what happens when you try to pick up
1: the chick look what I look what I do. I work for Apple. Yeah. yeah shit, where's my shit phone? Where's my phone? This, this shit ain't <laughs> out yet. Oh shit. Yeah. What the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, I I I really think it's just the fanboys that live. it's like the people that sit there and worry about okay, the villain of Star Trek two, who's going to be the villain when Star Trek one is still in the movie theater? Yeah, I know.
2: You know, it, it's just that okay, what's we all, next? We all speculate, yeah. but you shouldn't have to be so serious about it. Just yeah. chill out. You know? I, I, I know. What happened with enjoying what you
1: have? Why do we have to look for the next one? Yeah, yeah, but uh, but. Speaking of the next one, um, this piss poor segue. Um, <laughs> next month is Comic Con, oh, San shit. Diego Comic Con. Uh, starts a week early this year, starting on July 11th, uh, with preview night. So of course, starting now, we're gonna start seeing you know uh, uh, sh- what shows are coming out and things like that. Warner Brothers Television has already started. They've already did a press release last week that announced that. Uh, what shows they're actually going to hit Comic Con this year? Yearly regulars like The Big Bang Theory and Fringe will be attending Comic Con, but this year those guys move out of Ballroom 20 and go to Hall H. Ooh. Yeah, they go into the big room now. Big Bang Theory should have had that last year. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, and they're bringing us the slew of new shows that are coming to the channel, including uh, Arrow, which is the new uh, Green Arrow uh, series, Revolutions. 666 Park Avenue and The Followers. And uh, so and each of those shows, you'll be able to see the preview of the, the basically the pilot episodes on preview night in Ballroom 20. So some of the shows that are coming on Thursday, July 12th, Mad is a Glimpse at Madness with Mad television show producers, uh, Nikita. Is going there. So Maggie Q, Shane West, and uh, Lindsay Forsenka is going to be there. Yeah. On Friday the 13th, you've got uh, The Big Bang Theory. Uh, You've got uh, Colt, 666 Park Avenue, Arrow, Children's Hospital, uh, which is Adult Swim. Uh, Some who are supposed to be on that one Um, Megan Mullally, Aaron Hayes, Lake Bell. Uh, and that's going to actually be in the Indigo Room in the San- in the Hilton next door. Saturday on the 14th, you have the Vampire Diaries, The Following, uh, Person of Interest. Um, that's the CBS series, and Revolution. And on the, the Sunday, the 15th of July, Supernatural, Fringe um that that'll be their final one and dc nation for cartoon network so you get a sneak peek at what will be coming in store in the action-packed uh comedy block for comedy central because you know they have that partnership with a uh, cartoon network yeah of, of all the dc stuff so um keep checking in with us because we'll be posting this stuff the minute we find out about it so
2: hell i watch the dc cartoons in the morning you see, see me watching that Green Lantern shit <laughs> It's like oh is are, were the kids watching the shows I'm like uh yeah 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 that's it Yeah they were watching it <laughs> I I'm sitting there with my bowl of Cheerios and shit Oh yeah. shit <laughs> Ugh, Jesus So um Moving along My oh shit Fucking computer era um, This is a quick one that I just thought was cool That's what um, she said That's right. In Sony's ever-increasing determination to make the devices one-stop shops for entertainment, the company announced yesterday at E3, not yesterday anymore, but at E3, that Hulu Plus and Crackle will be coming to the PS Vita. For those that are unaware, Hulu Plus is a streaming service that provides popular television programs with new episodes releasing 24 hours after they are aired on television, Um, which isn't quite true. It's like at midnight, the night... Like at midnight on the night that it aired, usually. Whatever the next day is. Because <laughs> um, I used, I don't even watch TV, I just watch Hulu. Uh, Crackle is a similar service that provides even more content in the form of movies and television shows as well. These two streaming services have been available for the PlayStation 3 for a while now, but Sony has always wanted all of their devices to be uniform. This brings the Vita into a different class where entertainment is concerned. I feel many people will be more inclined to purchase the handheld when when these services are provided. Game systems nowadays do much more than games, and customers are tending to expect that more and more these days. Now, the reason why I think this is cool, because it's it's really not a big deal, but the reason why I think it's cool is we're always hearing about how amazing the screen is on the Vita, and it is amazing. Um, The more entertainment they can get on that device... The better it's gonna be for the Vita. And we were talking about this before the podcast. The Vita as a technology is amazing. I am awestruck when I look at that system. But there ain't that many games yeah. right now. It's it's following the PSP's footsteps. Right. So And then Nintendo can, three
1: three DS.
2: Exactly. So if we can get stuff like Hulu Plus, we can get stuff like Netflix, we can get stuff like Crackle, which I've never used. Um that gives it more staying power because people who like, oh, I got a few games, whatever. Oh, I can pick it up to watch Netflix or watch fucking Hulu Plus or whatever because that screen is amazing. You know, so, you know, it is what it is. I just thought it was it thought it was cool news. And if I ever get a PS Vita, I'll be on that Hulu, baby, because my <laughs> kids are always on the fucking TV. <laughs> All right. Fucking bastards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, like... Well, like, I was at the, the Sony store here, you know, which is closing, so they have um, all consoles 30% off. So you bought three Vitas. <laughs> I was looking at the Vita, I'm like, going, shit, 300 bucks, and 30% off, that's like 90 bucks off. Well, 250 if you don't get the 3G one. Yeah, that's true. But I think all they have were, like, the 3G over there. The ones that nobody wants? Yeah, the ones that nobody wants. And I'm like, hmm, shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have a decision to make. I know. I need to think about this. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Uh, well, when you thought it was crazy that Cricket was going to start offering iPhones to their prepaid customers, it seemed that Virgin Mobile will be doing will be offering the iPhone 4 and 4S to their prepaid customers starting June 29th for $30 a month unlimited data. But you know that means throttling at around 2.5 gigabytes uh, for its 10th birthday this month. According to 9to5Mac, people can sign up for the plan for $35 a month and receive a $5 credit if they sign up for automatic monthly payment option. The iPhone 4S 16 gigabyte will be available for $649, and the 8 gigabyte iPhone 4 will be available for $549, which is the same as Apple. Uh, this month marks virgin mobile usa's 10th birthday say virgin group founder sir richard bronson uh and what better way than to thank our fans for 10 years of loyalty than giving them exactly what they want the perfect plan for the perfect phone uh, that is the essence of a higher calling a apple representative Natalie Harrison said earlier, by making iPhone available to prepaid customers through Cricut Wireless, we are making the best smartphones more accessible to an even broader market in the U.S. Now, to receive the $5 credit discount, you need to register for automatic payment with a credit card debit or even PayPal. You can even use the iPhone as a mobile hotspot for an additional $15 a month. Unlike other prepaid services, you can pay it monthly – but you aren't bound by a contract and can cancel anytime time without penalties. So,
2: yeah. Sounds pretty good, but the perfect cell phone? Come yeah, on. yeah, well. There's no such thing as the perfect
1: it, it cell should, phone. It should be the popular cell phone. Yeah. The popular smartphone for the people that want to be popular.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you wish to be trendy? Do you try to wear fedoras with t-shirts? <laughs> If you could be, if you could be, if you could be trendy, would you do it? Yeah. <laughs> do you wear glasses when you don't need to? <laughs> if you could be a hipster, would you do it? <laughs> I. <laughs> oh, Frida. Stupid. Anyways. Anyways. <sighs> Rumor, rumors have been floating around that Sony is poised. To buy streaming service, streaming game provider Gaikai, uh, Gaikai head David Perry says that's simply not the case. MCV reported last week that Sony was go, was soon going to agree to buy out Gaikai outright. Uh, Gaikai has has cleared up this misconception during this year's E3. I misconception. Wasn't yeah, I know. Um, I wasn't even at the Sony press conference, says Perry. Um, (laughs) I was sitting in my hotel room, and I know everyone was like, oh my god, are they going to announce Cloud Gaming? And I was like, no, they're not going to announce Cloud Gaming. I wasn't even there. That was a quote, by the way. I was in a hotel room with hookers and a table full of cooking. (laughs) Streaming his own kind of service. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, While he denies Gaikai and Sony getting together, he further pointed out that cloud, cloud gaming on consoles is the future, and says he's been constantly, the constantly part is a quote, meeting with the heads of the console companies. Mm-hmm. I honestly can't think of a future for the console, console companies that don't include cloud gaming at some point, he added. Mm-hmm. They can hold out as long as they want to, but at some point you don't want to be the console that can't do this. To some extent, I expect all three of them will have this. I've been meeting with them constantly, evangelizing how far we've come. Evangelizing? Really sh- yeah, I know this guy's weird. <laughs> you really should take this seriously. Let's just say they're listening and and always have been. You, yeah, because you're the competition, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um. You see them when you go to conferences. We see them listening very intently. How's this going? Where's this going? This guy's all over the place with these quotes, man. Um. <laughs> cloud gaming. I think that eventually it will be on on um consoles but the problem with cloud gaming isn't cloud gaming it's the inconsistency of internet speeds throughout the world and this was this was another another article that I I think I read in a previous podcast um where it's just, sony said that's why they they were they weren't considering a diskless um, PlayStation 4 mm-hmm. because it would rely strictly on the internet and I mean sure, you know, in countries like Japan and America it would work out for most gamers, but in other countries it's not going to. And then even then, why limit yourself? You know what I mean? And that's my problem with streaming. Like I'm only on Wi Fi and my internet's not all that great right now. I wouldn't stream games as my only way of playing games. It's stupid. Right. You know. But the technology's cool, but it's just it's too demanding right now. For most people, not most people, but, you know, most poor people. Yeah. Well, I think you have to be a special type of person to have,
1: you know, streaming, gaming. And I, I don't I don't it's still not a mass market appeal. And like, uh, I've
2: done it. I've done it because I wanted to see how cool it was. I streamed um, Arkham City, mm-hmm. like checking it out, a little demo or whatever. And it was yeah. on my Internet connection. It looked like holy shit. But it played smoothly because it's like Netflix where the the graphics degrade because it can't stream fast enough. Oh, right. So so that's fine. I could play it, but I could also go buy the game (laughs) and then not have to worry about that. And then also I noticed when I was streaming games, anyone else trying to use the internet, it was like at a crawl. You know, because I was taking all the fucking bandwidth.
0: Oh right, yeah. So
2: it's it's just something that's it's not there yet, and I don't think it's gonna be there until we all have the internet and we all have it really quick internet. You know.
1: Right. Well, you know, because we're um we're uh we're gravitating on the efflatulation of the uh masturbation of the
2: combustion of online gaming. <laughs> We're gravitating <laughs> towards the simulation. <laughs> oh my god! living Yeah, I know. I think he was watching that before. That's what he was doing in his hotel room. <laughs> you know, like I hate, I hate when I get quotes from people and they're official quotes. And they're like, and then he was like, and then I was like, it's like, dude, you're not talking to a homie. Like, <laughs> you, you, it's an official quote. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god.
1: God. Uh, all right. Well. Let's try to get quickly this so we can jump into the E3 shit. Uh, new releases, actually, quite a few new releases coming out this week in theaters. That's my boy. Why, oh God, is Adam Sandler continuing to do this crap?
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, it's just like, uh, it, Adam Sandler and Andy Samberg. It's just
2: gone to the days
1: of Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I know. You're looking at it, you're like, oh my God, why, dude? I just, I see the trailers for these and I'm like, no, God, first it was, you know, uh, but my, I was talking to my nephew and he goes, well, it couldn't be any worse than Jack and Jill. I'm afraid it probably will be.
2: I I watched Jack and Jill recently and there were a few times when I chuckled, but it was mostly because the person on the screen was being so stupid that it was funny. But like the whole premise was just dumb. Like, and then it tried to make you feel sorry for the girl twin, but you can't. (laughs) <laughs> adam adam this, not only is it adam say because i mean dudes and drag is is a comedy thing i mean we've seen it of, bugs bunny does it all the fucking time yeah but the character of the the woman was so fucking ridiculous that you just couldn't you just couldn't feel that you wanted to kick her ass <laughs> you know it's such a pain in the ass oh man um out on dvds this week some
1: notable exceptions uh, are Sarah Jane, The Sarah Jane Adventures, Season 5, which unfortunately is the final season because that was the last season they got to film before she passed. Yeah. Uh, so definitely that's out. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, Game of Shadows, Robert Johnny Jr.'s uh, second installment, yes. uh, which I still not, haven't gotten to see, so I hope to see that. Bastard. I saw it, dude. It's the shit. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, it's the shit. Uh, Too Big to Fail, HBO's original movie about the financial meltdown. Amazing amazing uh uh, movie william hurt and they've got like every actor in the book in here bill pullman so good so well acted uh the rum diary is actually coming out on uh on and none
2: none of you saw it yeah so you might as well go see it
1: might as well uh netflix streaming we got apocalypse now both the original and the redo uh the cable guy um, <laughs>
2: that, that movie was a trip. Dude. Yeah, it was
1: funny. Uh, best in Show, Chasing Amy, Jane, Silent Bob Strike Back, Fallen. One of my favorite Denzel Washington movies. Uh, it, it's an early '90s flick, or mi- no, I think it's a mid to late '90s flick. Uh, a guy gets executed, and um, his spirit goes from person to person through a touch, and um, is out to get, um, is out to kill the cop that. Uh, got him sent to the chair, which is Denzel Washington.
2: And then and then he makes pottery with some chick. <laughs> and oh wait, that's not the same movie? No, it's <laughs> not the
1: same one. And uh and quite a few Friday the thirteenth movies
2: have, yes! are
1: are out. One I think it's uh Jason's um Jason lives uh in Manhattan and some other movies, some like real oddball ones.
2: slash eighty slasher, dude that's what it's all about. Dude. Oh yeah. You know it. And I, uh, I only had two that caught my eye. Both games. One is Lollipop Chainsaw coming out June 12th. I'm picking that up. You know, gotta. <laughs> and don't judge me. You know, I just, <laughs> um, don't judge. Also, the other one is the Metal Gear Solid HD Collection is coming to the Vita, um, which I think is cool. Like, if you got a Vita, you know you're gonna want it. So, um, and if you never played the Metal Gear Solid. Games definitely pick it up. That's quality game. That was quality games before they were quality games. You were like Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
1: man. Um, also, just so you guys know, just a reminder to you guys, you can see the complete list of movies, comics, video games, uh, everything under the sun. Your grandma, every all the new releases are on the website. Um, yesterday, which would be Sunday. Uh, so you go ahead and check them out on there. It's the only releases we do on Sunday. You can see them every Sunday, nine um Easter, nine Pacific and twelve Pacific. So
2: yeah, and can, those lists are long.
0: Yeah, they're <laughs>
1: long. My one, mine, I did mine in uh for Netflix, DVDs and for theaters. I did it on uh on uh, Word first. It was like ten pages
2: long. Oh, shit, I was like, jeez. I do, I do um every publisher for comic books. <laughs> It, it gets kind of long yeah i didn't i haven't been putting they have like a collectibles list oh, right. i haven't been putting that but i think i'm gonna start throwing it on there yeah just because why not yeah so you know it comes out right? yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so running right into speaking comics. of comics um in dc this week american vampire lord of nightmares number one of five batgirl number 10 batman number 10 um, which I put twice. Oh, because there's a combo pack yeah. edition. Whatever. Uh, Batman number four. This is the fourth printing. Batman and Robin number ten. Batman Arkham Unhinged number three. Batwoman volume one Hydrology. Hardcover. Um, <laughs> before Watchmen Silk Spectre number one of
1: four. Oh,
2: Yeah, I know. Birds of Prey volume one end run trade paperback. DC Comics presents Superman Adventures number one. That's the uh, the kitty one, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. That's cool for the game. I might pick that up for my son. Um Deathstroke, number 10. Demon Knights, number 10. Frankenstein, Agent of Shade, number 10. Green Lantern, number 10. Green Lantern, The Animated Series, number 3. Grifter, number 10. Justice, trade paperback. Legion Lost, number 10. Mr. Terrific, volume 1, Mind Game, trade paperback. Uh, Ravengers number 2. Resurrection Man, number 10. Saucer Country, number 4. Seven Soldiers of Victory, volume 2, trade paperback. Uh, Shade, number 9 of 12. Suicide Squad, number 10. Um, (laughs) Superboy, number 10. Superman, oh, this is, um, I I didn't take it out, but Superman, Batina mini statue for $95. Um, Mm -hmm. Tiny Titans, growing up tiny, trade favor back. (laughs) You know, you want it. (laughs) Uh, In the Marvel Universe. I think I'm going to take a nap.
1: before. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man, 687 avengers 27 avengers assemble number three second printing uh avengers assemble number four we got uh, avengers versus x-men number zero issue fourth printing avengers spider-man my friends can beat up your friends hardcover uh avx versus number three battle scars trade paperback captain america 13 captain america and a hawkeye 632 carnage usa hardcover uh, Cloak and Dagger, Crime and Punishment, hardcover. A lot of hardcovers this week. Yeah. Um, Daredevil by Mark Waid, Volume Two, hardcover. Uh, Dark Dark Tower, The Gunslinger, The Waystation, hardcover. Deadpool 56, uh, Deathlock, The Living Nightmare of Michael Collins, hardcover. Essential Spider-Man Volume 11, trade paperback. Fantastic Four 607, Halo Fall of Reach Invasion Number Four, Four. Incredible Hulk Nine. Marvel Masterworks, Marvel Team Volume Two, hardcover uh marvel universe avengers spider-man and the avengers avengers spider-man and the avengers well wow. digest trade paperback i thought i read that wrong i'm like no, no i read that right marvel universe ultimate spider-man comic reader one of two ultimate uni- um, marvel universe ultimate spider-man great power screen cap digest trade paperback marvel zombies destroy number three of five mighty thor 15 scarlet spider six Spider-Man Perceptions hardcover, Spider-Man Spider-Hunt trade paperback, Spider-Man The Graphic Novels um, hardcover, Spider-Men, this is uh, the Peter Parker and um, uh, Miles Morales crossover, one of five comes out this week, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man by, uh, this is the uh, volume two hardcover, Ultimate Comics X-Men 13, Ultimate Spider-Man Omnibus volume one hardcover, Alt- uncanny x-force 26 untold tales of punisher max number one of five we've got uh x-men 30 and x-men legacy 268
2: fucking marvel's
1: coming yeah. out i know the last two weeks have been kind of light now all of a sudden it's bam
2: it's almost sounds like a boom which is our next <laughs> publisher um oh jesus that's right. El- yeah. El- Elric the Balance, Lost, Volume 2, Trade Paperback, Incorruptible, Number 30, Steed and Miss Peel, 6 of 6, Valon the Outcast, Number
1: 7. Uh, speaking of Dark Horses, we got Dark Horses. <laughs> oh, ho- Jesus. <laughs> but let's try to go for like the cheesiest transitions. Uh, <laughs> we've got Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Season 9, Number 10, Conan the Barbarian, Number 5, Massive, <laughs> Number 1, that's what she said, oh. ne- Neon Genesis, iva, Um. Evangelion the oh god Chennai Chennai Kari Raising Project Volume 11 trade paperback Star Wars Knight Errant Escape number 1 of 5 and
2: Strain number 5 of 12 and d- Dynamite <laughs> <laughs> boys number 67 boys volume 11 over the hill over the hill over the hill with the sword of a thousand men trade paper bag dynamite art of alex ross hardcover flash gordon zeitgeist number five kirby genesis captain victory number five lone ranger number six panth pantha number one did not that come out last week too is it reprinting or what
1: i don't know it didn't say <laughs>
2: whatever you probably don't want to read it anyway, so... <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> um, Spider, number two. Vampirella, eight, number 18. Voltron, year one, number three. Warlords of Mars, number 18. Warlords of Mars, number three of five. Witchblade, Red Sonia number four. Zoro rides again, ten of twelve.
1: Okay, in IDW, we got Cobra 14. D- Dungeons and Dragons, classic volume three. Trade paperback, Kiss... Number one. <laughs> uh,
0: yes! Yes! Uh,
1: Night of a thousand wolves, two of three, Popeye number one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Color Classics, number two, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Micro Series, Volume One, Trade Paperback. Uh Transformers More Than Meets the Eye, Volume One, Trade Paperback. And
2: Transformers,
1: Robots and these guys. number six.
2: <laughs> My love gun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus. Um in image this week, Alpha Girl number 3 bulletproof coffin disinterred. What?
1: Yeah, disinterred.
2: Disinterred 5 of 6. Dancer number 1, Dancer number 2, Danger Girl number 2 second printing. Um so Dancer number 1's the second printing also. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Dancer number 1's I was like, "What?" Um <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. Invincible number 92. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah! This boy's had a Manhattan Project Number Three, Second Printing. Mind the Gap Number Two, Mysterious Ways Trade Paperback. Planetoid Number One. Saga Number Saga Number One, Fifth Printing. Saga Number Three, Second Printing. Sk- Skull Kickers Number Fifteen, Fifteen, and Thief of Thieves Number One, Fourth Printing. All those reprintings have variant covers too, by the way. So if you already have it and you want variant covers. Knock yourself out.
1: <laughs> it ain't going to be worth much, but knock
2: yourself no. <laughs> out. <laughs> Don't
1: you love it when you go to the comic store and it's like the day it's released and then the variant cover you get like, oh cool, here's the cool comic. You know, three ninety nine. Oh, they have the, the the pencil sketch variant cover. $95. bucks. Yeah. you are like,
2: fuck you. It's like, wasn't there a time that variant covers were the same price yeah. as the normal cover? <laughs> I could have sworn. Yeah. That's because collecting comic books current comic books is no money anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> All
1: right. So, getting down to the nitty-gritty. E3 came out this week. Did it now. Yeah, some of you may have missed it if you if you blinked, <laughs> you would have missed it. Um I t- overall, I have to say it was pretty underwhelming. There there really wasn't a whole normally with past years um you know, it's kind of been like, boom, 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 all this big news that comes out. And, you know, even this week, I was like, going, oh, wow. Well. You know, I, I mean, I did an overview of of Sony's presentation and Microsoft presentation. And um, I was, yeah, I have to say, I was pretty like, meh, Nintendo I didn't even bother with. I was going to write one, but I was like, all I'm going to write about is just how unimpressed I was with the Wii
2: let Well, let's get... Let's get Nintendo out of the way.
1: All right, yeah, let's get Nintendo out of the way
2: because we um, have
1: a very, very
2: a little differing of opinions on this. Well, on a personal level, we don't, but I think we're looking no, for different things. No, on a do No, fuck you, man. <laughs> no, I think we. <laughs> I think we look for different things in Nintendo, and and I have other people chirping in my fucking ear, you <laughs> know. So, well, Wii U. <sighs> But I've, I've always we, been a Nintendo fanboy, too. And I have, too. Yeah. And and I still – I'm excited about the new games coming out um, just because I, I like Zelda and I like Mario and stuff like that. But one glaring issue I have with um, the Wii U – and let's take – they're bringing Arkham City to the Wii U. Now, granted –
1: Armored Edition.
2: Armored Edition. Granted, the, the – Arkham City will be a year old <laughs> by the time it comes out. Yeah. Now, the, the main – I'm guessing they're just doing this to show off that it's, it's graphically capable, yeah. which is great. But it's graphically capable of what? The systems that came out 11 years ago?
1: Yeah. you
2: know. And then also, the main – the reason it's called Armored Edition is the way you change your um, – your weapons, like the batarang and all that, um, is a touch screen on the screen. Now, it sounds cool, but now you have to take your eyes off of the game to look at the little screen. See and that, the pro- Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, the problem I have with that, and I think you're about to say the same thing, you're making the menu part of the game now yes and i don't want it to be part of the fucking game because it's a menu exactly i was that's the whole thing that's
1: my whole issue with it is that the with the wii u controller it looks like an external menu option screen
2: which which granted the external screen is going to work for a lot of nintendo titles but for a title where combos timed combos are important it's yeah. stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
1: The only thing that I saw that actually looked kind of cool was Zombie U. Zombie U looks pretty dope. I mean, just like when you were trying to, uh, like when they showed the 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 trailer with you with the sniper option, and then you could kind of zoom in using the pad. Um, you can use the touch screen to kind of get past security codes and stuff like that. That looked kind of cool. But when I saw it with with Arkham City. I was like, so it's the extended menu option. It's the stuff you can do with the Xbox and the PS3 version. Uh, Just you now have, they say, oh, you have better control. You can do the same thing with the controllers, with the PS3 controller. You can control it using the, you know, using the Mm -hmm. X-axis. It was like, well, well, how is that any, like, for me, it was like, how is that any better than what I've got? What what do you have that makes me want to go buy it again? Because... And the one thing – another thing that pissed me off with the whole Wii U presentation, there was no live demonstration.
2: Yeah, that was that was stupid, especially so
1: close to the release. I mean they said, oh, we have so much coming out. It's hard for us to, to spend out. It's like, no, you don't have a whole lot coming out because if you really looked at it, you have one Mario title, and it looks like a rehash yeah. of, of a, Mar- a Super Mario's game. You have no Zelda game coming out. Luigi's Manor. You had no release dates for any of these games and we know that the Mario game. We oh, know yeah, the they Luigi have like
2: game, a Wario game. I know Ubisoft has signed on for eight games, but you know what? That's great that Ubisoft has signed on, and one of them is Zombie U, but yeah. Pete Nintendo fans aren't looking for Ubisoft games yeah. off the bat. They're looking for Nintendo games.
1: Yeah. And and they're doing the same thing they did with the um the 3DS. Yeah. Uh, it's that they're not giving any titles that's going to make you want to go out and buy them and that's the problem and then the whole and, and what pisses me off is that a lot of the stuff they were like yeah coming later it might not be available at launch it's like well then why should I buy anything at launch that's the problem that I'm having with Nintendo is the idea that we can wait till later on to buy, to buy it we don't have to buy it at launch because half the stuff that they're slinging at us isn't going to be available
2: and Two other things I wanted to touch on one is the Nintendo their new social thing, oh. which i'm I'm happy that they're they're trying to step it up with that, but the way they have it set up is it basically it's gonna you're gonna as soon as you turn on your system, you're auto logged in, which is bullshit mm-hmm. um to their social network now you'll have your friends there, but you also have a bunch of random people because it's trying to get you to so <laughs> when you say something or you can also draw little pictures, Right on the screen, yeah. it pops up above the person's head on the screen. This means that you are going to see pornographic images constantly. <laughs> people are gonna be drawing dicks, people are gonna be drawing tits, people yeah. are gonna be drawing all because that's it's just the way it is. Right. You know, so they they're setting themselves up for a software update. Right. right <laughs> where they need to change that. Um I think that to it'll, me, it'll be one of those day one updates. <laughs> exactly. And to me, I don't give a shit if I turn my system on, I see a bunch of stupid shit like that. But for the already established Nintendo fan base, it's a big fucking deal. Yeah. You know, you you don't want your well, no, me too. I don't want to buy a Wii U, and I don't want my six-year-old son to chime up his Nintendo, and people are just drawing god-awful pornographic images all over the fucking thing. Yeah. You know, and that's gonna happen. The the other thing is um. One thing that I, I, was, I was excited about, but when I thought about it, I was like, well, so what? Was how the, like, take the game Skylanders, mm-hmm. where it can scan the uh, the item. So it's saying, they're saying that the Wii U controller can, uh, which people are calling um, the Wii Pad, but I will not call it that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Wii U controller can scan items, not only ones with things that are supposed to be scanned, but just normal, everyday shit. Right. You know, that's what we're – the capabilities of that hasn't really been explained, but still. So I'm like, oh, that's fucking awesome, blah, blah, blah. Then think about it. Yeah, but they got to make games that use that. Yeah. And third-party third publishers are not going to make that many games that do that. So basically what I'm expecting to see is Wii U will get its own version of Skylanders that doesn't need the fucking pad. Right. That's it. You know, because it's it's just or some stupid little Nintendo games yeah. that, only, that are showed off.
1: Yeah the the only the only thing that I see as a benefit to the Wii U is the idea that you're able to play the game outside of
2: the TV. That is dope. That that but is. on the flip, you can you can sort of do that with the PlayStation now with the Vita, like yes. with certain sports games and stuff like that. Like the saves transfer over. Right. But but I still think that is pretty dope. Yeah. And that
1: to me that is one of the cool things that that's coming out of the Wii U. But I've been reading that, you know how they say that you can add multiple Wii U controllers to a game? I've been reading that it's been lagging when it does. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's another thing it's like going, "Yeah, that's cool, but when it seriously lags like that, you know gamers aren't going to want to
2: deal with that." You want to know the the greatest thing I see that will happen when the Wii U comes out? Mm-hmm. is they're going to drop the price again for the Wii. Mm-hmm. And my kids want a Wii. I never bought them one, so maybe I can get a $100 Wii. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. There you go. Because you know, I'm not getting – the Wii U is – I've heard enough to be interested, but not like, oh my god, I fucking need one.
1: And that that's um, my thing is I've heard enough to not be interested
2: yeah and and like this is where i say we're kind of looking because i'm interested because i know my children will find it fun for me personally i could give two shits about the wii u because i'm not unless it's a zelda game because i am insane about zelda yeah like i'll play the zelda game but everything else i don't really give a shit about and i'm not saying because nintendo fucking sucks it's just me personally i don't give a shit you know but I'm interested enough to know that my kids will like to play it, but I will not get it at launch. Yeah, like
1: I, I have a, a Wii, and um, I, I, to be honest, I play my old GameCube games on it. Yeah, You know, and and that's... GameCube, the GameCube was pretty sick. Yeah, I I loved the GameCube, and, and I can, and the fact that I can download and play, you know, even older games on it, I, that's right. pretty much what I'm using it for. I, I mean, I do, like, you know, Wii Bowling and, and some of that stuff, and that's cool, but I really don't use it for what they have it for. I would have been happy if they did another console, but... I, I think we can move on from Nintendo yeah. because we yeah. could spend all day talking about Nintendo. Um, I guess one we should talk about is Sony. To me, is it me or is Jack Trinning look a whole lot more like Ray Liotta like every year? <laughs> I swear to God. That was the first thing I saw when I saw the presentation. I'm like, my God, he looks like radio. Like, suddenly I'm going to expect him to reenact that courtroom scene from um, Goodfellas. You know, yeah. it's just like I I look at him and I'm like, oh God, he's looking like Ray Liotta, man. What's up
2: with that? Or oh, the courtroom scene from the B movie.
1: Yeah, there you go. You know, <laughs> um, did you see uh Beyond? Did you see that game Beyond with uh the image capturing from Ellen Page? Oh yeah, yeah. That looked kind of freaky. Yeah, and, it looked kind of weird. Yeah, it looked a little it looked a little weird seeing her on there, especially with the shaved head bit. Yeah. Um, Playstation,
2: PlayStation <gasps> All Star Battle Royale, really? That looks. No, you know what? This is another thing, and and everyone on the net's like, oh, it's um, what's a fucking Nintendo game? It's escaping oh, uh, me. Yes, uh, Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers. Yes, it's a copy of Smash Brothers, obviously, but I still think it's gonna be fun because Smash Brothers is fun, you know what I mean? And I think it's cool because they're gonna ha- they're gonna have fucking the dude from the commercials. What's his name? Oh, the dude, uh, from the Sony commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know who you're talking about. They're gonna have
2: that cat on there. Like it's it's gonna be cool. Um, is it innovative? Of course not. It's yeah. it's just a rehash of what somebody else did.
1: I, I do like the level ups. Like you can level up within the thing, and then you when you once you get that level, you can go ahead and uh, you know, uh, you can use it against your opponents and then get a kill or whatever.
2: That game is actually in my uh, my runner-up douchebag bag this week. Oh, yeah.
1: Get to that. <laughs> um I like the fact that they're moving crossplay. They're actually going to actually start using cross-play because yeah. I know only certain games were going to do it, but now I think that, um they the, I like the fact that the crossplay is allowing, you know, either
2: PS3 or Vita users to play the same thing. Yeah, it, it needed to be built on. Yeah. It was an interesting technology, but it needed to be more robust like it was a little fail when it came out
1: yeah and um i, I like the fact that you know you've got to see that with the whole uh playstation all-star battle royale right you know and and that that actually was pretty cool
2: um and then oh we wanted we both were interested in that wonder book dude
1: that uh, actually looked kind of cool and I like the fact that it's using JK Rowling as the first bo- as a first book
2: built in fan base.
1: Yeah. Built in. Total built in fan. Anybody any kid or even, you know, Harry Potter hard on person uh <laughs> would love to have that book. I I like the demonstration and the fact that it's working in conjunction with Pottermore. You know, yeah. I think it, I I think that book has serious potential for that fan
2: base. For me personally, I could give two shits about it. But to be honest, past what we just talked about, I was nothing else really happened that big for Sony. Like I wasn't, I wasn't all that thrilled about. It was, I mean, E3 for me is becoming a just them confirming rumors. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's I did just, like the fact that Call of
1: Duty's um, for the Vita is getting its own game.
2: That is pretty dope yeah. because they could have easily just did a port. Yeah. And and I think that's really cool that they're they're doing a doing a new game on it. What was the other new game coming out for the Vita 2? They were doing Assassin's Creed, Liber- Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed Liberation. Completely new, has a chick in it. That I mean, it it looks really slick too. Yeah,
1: I saw that and I was thinking I go, "Oh, that looks cool." Um and then plus play- I like
2: getting some Vita love, but then on the flip they barely fucking touch on the Vita. You just came out with the system and you're treating it like a backyard bitch. Yeah. You know, I I think they should have had gameplay demonstrations. I think they should have made a much stronger focus. Now if they don't have anything to talk about, that's a whole other fucking story. Right. You know, but they needed they really needed to push the Vita the C three. Yeah. I mean they, they needed it.
1: They needed it. And and the fact that it wasn't getting quite as much love as it should have gotten. Uh God of War, did you see that demo? I didn't see the demo, but I Whoa. fucking heard about it. Oh my god, that shit was ridiculous. God of War Ascension 2013. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so there.
2: <laughs> I'm already playing it. <laughs>
1: and then, of course, we saw another Last of Us gameplay. Yeah. It looks tight. I mean, it just looks fucking tight.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Xbox, anything from Microsoft that stood out. I mean, they really pushed that smart glass. They pushed that... And to um, me it's like why do we need everything connected to a tablet to a phone just to play a fucking game?
2: it's because the Windows 8 is fucking designed for tablets I know that's <laughs> I don't give a fuck if they try to tell me it's for normal computer use that's a tablet OS yeah. oh my god when uh
1: the, they had the South Park creators come out um to talk about. Uh, the South Park game that they're doing, Trey Parker comes out and goes, "Yes." He goes, "The experience is amazing if you can have it connected to your phone, to your tablet, to your
2: microwave." Goes, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yes." And then they have um, Internet Explorer coming to the Xbox 360, but it's like about fucking time. Yeah, you it, know what I mean. I mean, been it, there a long time. Ago. The other two, the other two systems have had web browsers for a yeah, while. Yeah. Um, well, the Wii has a web browser, right? Yeah, the Wii. Yeah. Um now I do th- I do think Internet Explorer would be a little robust than those other two because they've had so fucking long. But also, am I gonna start getting viruses on my fucking Xbox now? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got one of death. I don't need two.
2: <laughs> I just I just hit up GameStop and I bought that that fucking Norton antivirus for my <laughs>
1: Xbox 360. <laughs> and then that whole partnering with Nike kind of thing. I was like, they really were just pushing up Xbox Live. There was really not much. Going on there, but what pissed me off was like, what was Usher doing performing at the fucking
2: F- Xbox
1: presentation?
2: I was like, I don't know. I was like, Cause oh he my needs God. money because
1: <laughs> he needs the money.
2: <laughs> uh, one thing too, um, not too big of a deal for for most of us, but um, this is also an EA thing, which moves into I think we're talking about EA next. Uh, this happened at the Xbox demonstration. EA dedic, um, yeah, EA dedicates investment. Biggest investment to Madden 13. Oh yeah. Um, that happened at the Xbox One, and I thought that was a big deal because Madden 13 looks amazing.
1: I know. Um, the infinite, the new Infinity engine
2: looks fucking ridiculous.
1: And then Uh, another another one. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say the, the the specs for the Infinity engine look fucking incredible i mean the fact Sexy. i mean the it, it really makes me want to buy madden 13 i mean the fact yeah. that you can go ahead and you can actually if you're getting knocked over you can recover you um depending on the weight of your player and the his physical stats to determine if he's going to fall or if he can recover or how he falls and just that the whole um, real life AI deal, just uh, like you said earlier before the podcast, the simulation. It, yeah. it really, to me, that really sparked. Like I was watching, going, "Oh my god, that looks cool!" That I, I'm, I'm so there for that.
2: And then one thing, um, and actually, this is the one thing that doesn't affect most of us. Madden affects us all, but this, <laughs> this doesn't affect because I, I started reading one line and then read the other one. Um. Microsoft extends Connect Voice Search to 12 different 12 other languages. I think that's cool um that they're they're doing that because they could easily just stick with Japanese and English, right, and Spanish, you know, and and be done with it. But I think it's cool that they're you know, I'm obviously they want to get it into everybody's house, but still I I thought that was pretty cool to put a focus on that. Yeah. Um we oh, about. Usher! Usher was there because he's working with Harmonix. Yeah, I know. It was still, you didn't need. still, to, we didn't need him to perform. I wanted to hear. She likes it my way. <laughs> <clears throat> um,
1: one of the things I thought I was watching the EA presentation before we hopped on the podcast, and um, oh my God, the new Medal of Honor game. Now I didn't watch the EA presentation. Oh my god, the new Medal of Honor game looks fucking ridiculous. I was actually more excited about that whole that their presentation than anything. Um, I, when Medal of Honor looks fucking insane, I'm so there for that one. Uh, and um, they're they're obviously doing a uh, a, it's global, so you're gonna play American SAS, um. Russian all over the place, and then so that's cool. So yeah, that that's really cool. The when we were talking about Arkham, remember how we were talking about Arkham for the Wii U? Mass Effect Three is confirmed for the Wii U. It's like okay, the game's gonna be how old when that? Yeah, comes out? that's
2: another that's another thing. It's like it's gonna be like eight months old by then. Yeah, I think, and it's like. Again, I think they're just trying to demonstrate that, hey, look, we can play games like this now. It's like great, my system that's eleven years old can do that too. <laughs> you know. And not only that, Mass Effect three fucking sold a banana's amount of copies. Yeah, I know. Which means everybody's already fucking played it. Everybody has it now. <laughs> oh my god. That's goodness. the same with Arkham City. Yeah. Who yeah. hasn't played Arkham City? If you haven't played Arkham City, it's because you don't want to play Arkham City. <laughs> That's true. And who doesn't want to play Arkham City? I know, right?
1: But, I mean, you know, uh, let's see let's see if I can think of anything. One
2: thing from the EA thing um, that I did catch uh, was the SimCity demonstration. And I like that they're – because they, we've had – SimCity Societies, which was kind of a dumbed-down, scaled-down version of SimCity. They're really bringing it back. Yeah. Um, this new SimCity... I've always been a SimCity fan, and this thing is like the details. It's just amazing. It reminds me a lot of Tropical 4, actually. Oh, You're just okay. not an evil dictator. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about SimCity. Yeah, I saw
1: that. I was like, going, oh, that's interesting. I saw the the little trailer for it. I thought that was kind of
2: cool. And then, um, oh yeah, THQ... Uh, so THQ sold the UFC franchise to EA.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, because they which, didn't break even on it, right? And they still didn't break even after after selling it. Which THQ is out the door, dude. I mean, yeah. they they're not gonna be around for too much longer. Nah. But I'm I'm interested to see EA, obviously, FIFA, Madden. Yeah. They their track record with sports games is stellar. So I'm I'm really interested to see what they can do with the UFC franchise because UFC's become a humongous sport. Oh, it's huge, and that's the thing that I don't understand for why
1: – but then again, you know, it's like Sega doing the Marvel games. You know, it's just a bad developer.
2: Oh, the UFC game was shit. Yeah. I played it, the THQ one. It was just – it was lame. Yeah. And it was so stupid because if it, – it's like they focus on getting you to do stuff, but they don't focus on the controls. It reminds me of old wrestling games. <laughs> You know, it's like the most important thing should be the controls, you fucking douchebags. Yeah. Oh my god. What else what else did E3 do? Um
1: what else? Oh, it looks like we're gonna see a return of um what do you call it? Uh Frack. I just saw it on here. Uh oh Pikmin. That's cool. Pikmin's pretty fun. Yeah, they came I mean that came out the last Pikmin was what, the GameCube? Yeah, I think the
2: last. No, I think there was one. Was it for the? Was there one on the 3DS? I I think there was one on a portable system. I might be wrong on that though. But yeah, but do a
1: little quick search on that. (laughs) But yeah, so it looks like we're gonna see Pikmin again, which looks kind of cool. the The South Park South Park actually seemed kind of cool because it's actually really much like
2: an MMO. Um, Yeah, but why is why is South Park still relevant? Or is it just me? You know, I. It's been on for so long. Yeah.
1: Um. I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny because of the fact that, you know, you get to play, you know, a, ca- a new character and you have to help the crew, f- you know, figure out what's going on and stuff like that. I don't know. I just thought it looked kind of fun.
2: You yeah, know? The, last, and, the last Pikmin game in North America was for the Wii on March 9th, 2009. So it's, it's, been, it's been a oh, while. It's been a while, yeah. There was there was three on the game. Oh, I'm sorry. There was one on the GameCube and one on the Wii. Oh, that's so, right. It was
1: introduced on the GameCube. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
2: And um, but uh, back that's to, the one. That's the one I played. Was yeah. the GameCube
1: one. Yeah. Um, but back to the South Park thing for real quick. It. I. I think you know. It's. It was funny to uh to kind of see and I li- like the trailer where they're like, "We need a savior," and then Cartman goes, "You know, you can't be a savior, Kyle." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, the racism. Well.
2: <laughs> the humor is going to be there. Yeah. You know? So, so I mean, I think but for South Park fans, it would be fun. But they're, but they're working
1: fun. with Trey Parker and Matt Stone to develop it, which that's, is cool. That's smart. Yeah, yeah. which is cool. Um, but, yeah, you know – Um. Yeah, that whole yeah, because when I was um on micro in regards to Microsoft, when I saw the whole smart glass, yeah, I was totally thinking Windows 8. I was like, yes, it's all for Windows 8. We know this is coming for Windows 8. Yeah. It's like, why, why do I need to be that connected? You know, it's like
2: I don't. It's getting, it's getting silly, right? It's it really it's like really is maybe the generation before mine wants to be connected to not before mine after mine, right? Yeah. Yeah, the younger people because yeah. I'm 27 so the, the teenagers now maybe they want to be that connected to games I play my games at home maybe I have a portable system when I turn it off I don't want to fucking hear about it anymore yeah. you know, I got other shit to do <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand why I need to constantly be connected to my video games. Yeah. You know, the only game I can really see that – see people doing that with is like an MMO, like World of Warcraft. But that's even then. It's like you're too into it. Right. You know, but whatever. If, if the fan base is there, then the fan base is there. Stepping away from EA, though, just a few things that I noticed. Um, Nintendo, real quick, they added Netflix, YouTube, and Hulu to the Wii U. obvious obviously they were going to fucking do that. Yeah. Um, on on live is coming to the LG smart TVs. Oh yeah, I saw that. And Gaikai, um, I think is signed with Samsung yeah. for their TVs. That's cool. Yeah, like Dust- streaming streaming gaming directly built into the television sets.
1: And then Dust Dust 514 is coming to the Vita. Get in an app. Yeah, that wow. looks pretty sick. Um, PlayStation Games. PlayStation is actually going on PlayStation-certified phones that are not being done by Sony. HTC has a couple of models coming out for that. It's finally. Yes, dude. that um, they're going to – I think – I can't remember. They rebranded it. I, I'm not sure what it's called now. Um, but, yeah, they're going to – HTC has a couple of models that they're going to It's called, It's called
2: Finally, dude. <laughs> It's called. Really, we had to wait this long. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, kind of Nintendo, but um, Miyamoto, uh, spoke with Gamespot. Gamespot again. He said um, a Zelda game for the Wii U is in research and development right now. Which which still be a long time before. Half of that is like, duh, because it's a Zelda game. The other half is yeah, research and development really <laughs> like that shit should already be ready for press dude yeah. like seriously and then he said that it, it's gonna be like you know completely different every zelda game now completely fucking different and all this bullshit right whatever you know um what else so i'm skimming through this list of uh, shit
1: nintendo land seems to be their whole new uh like Wii universe, Wii games kind of thing. It looks like that that that's going to be their kind of level of introduction. Like Nintendo Land is bringing out that for the Wii U, so you can kind of see what it's supposed to do. And then, uh,
2: which is and, cool, which is and, cool and, and, and smart. And,
1: but I expected it. So. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't something we totally like. They say they show off 23 games, but you know, there's not going to be 23 games at launch. There's going right. to be like four, right? And it's going to um, be like
2: Arkham and
0: <laughs>
1: all the games you already own. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, Nintendo's working on a 3DS XL. That's cool for people yeah. who like the XL systems. Um, I like the XL. I thought it was cool, but I didn't buy it because it was expensive and stuff. Yeah. But uh, um, what else? Counter-Strike Global Offensive is coming out in August, ladies cool. and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah just wanna throw that out there.
1: Um also uh Splinter Cell Blacklist I thought was actually kind of cool because you can actually use the connect voice commands. That's kind of dope. Yeah, dude. where they show the scene where the guy's over there and he goes, "Hey you." And then the guy turned the the character reacted to the voice and that you threw out there and he turned around and then you got to take him down. That's so, just fun. That's yeah. just fun. That, that, for me I was like, going, "That would be cool to do." You yeah. Know, you get to have those cheesy one-liners, you know, in there. It's like, "What happened to him?" I I let him go. He <laughs> <You know>, throws <laughs> cheesy Arnold line in there or something. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Overall, what what did you think of this year's E3?
2: Um. Like I said, I mean, they just confirmed rumors. Yeah. Really. I mean, the. Re- I was excited about. Oh, Halo Four, dude. Halo Four. Yeah, I was excited about Halo Four. Talk about Halo Four. <laughs> um. That it's gonna it's gonna be the start of a new trilogy. Yeah. The gameplay looked ridiculous. Of course. I mean it just and they're redoing like the way the game is played, which is dangerous in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because people expect a certain game style. Yeah. But it's expected too, because Bungie's not making it anymore. And I wouldn't want the new developer to just go, Well, we'll just do it like Bungie did it. Yeah. You know, so then what the fuck are you doing it for? Right, right. You know, so it's like I'm excited for it. I think it looks, it looks like it's going to be a shit. Will I buy it? You shouldn't even have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's Halo. If you own an Xbox and you don't have Halo, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you know, so I don't have, have Halo. Oh, well, you're doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> one, thing, one thing I want to point out was the um, graphics demonstration from Square Enix from the, from the next Final Fantasy game. Did you catch that?
1: No, I didn't catch that. It
2: was amazing. It looked sexy. Like it was just the graphics were intense. I, I have I've never and it was all in game shit. Like it was just crazy. Well, it was like a it was a cutscene, but I mean it was it was done with the system. You know, it right. looked it looked good. So everyone was buzzing about that. But E three E three in general, I mean <laughs> yeah, that's the same thing it wasn't. Me. It wasn't all that amazing. I think the E3 when the PS4 and the next Xbox is said, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. But the only system we had was the Wii U, um, which was you know we already knew all that shit anyway. And then also, and it's also not all exciting. Yeah. And then also, <laughs> I was really let down with the lack of attention to the Vita. I really expected yeah. some new shit. Uh, and I mean, the two games that are coming out are are great. But it's E3, dude. You know, like you should be telling me about eight fucking games. Yeah. You know, they should have had their own fucking shit for the Vita. Yeah. You know, so I was, it was, it was still cool. I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff. But I think E3 this year was kind of like, nah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I felt that if I missed everything that I had seen, I wouldn't have been all that disappointed. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well. I think on that note, we should jump into our douchebags, which are actually E3 related.
2: Should we? (laughs) We should. We should. Let me pull mine up because I'm a douchebag. All right. (laughs) This one is funny. My runner up for douchebag this week. Sony's upcoming PlayStation All-Stars bears a striking resemblance to the Nintendo series Super Smash Bros. This isn't really a bad thing. It looks like a good game, and no one yells at EA for putting out Battlefield, even though there are countless first-person shooters out there, riding on the coattails of the other game's popularity. So, over... <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is funny. Um, Over on the official YouTube channel for PlayStation... Uh, The E3 E3 trailer for PlayStation All-Stars sits for you to watch and enjoy. Oddly enough, when the video first appeared, it was tagged as Super Smash Brothers. And not only was it tagged as Super Smash Brothers, it was tagged as Super Smash with brothers spelt out. And then also tagged as Super Smash BROS. So it's like it was intentional. (laughs) Um, and And not even tagged with its own title. Um, The tag has since been changed, but Joystick was nice enough to provide a screenshot of the original tagging, which is shown on thelazygeeks.com in that article. Um, It's one thing when the media is comparing your game to another, but it's another thing to try and trick people into seeing its trailer. Um, gamers searching for Super Smash Bros. would come up with Sony's game instead, even though the games are similar. It's sort of cheating for Sony to tag their <laughs> game with the other. The, I saw that shit and I was like, "Really, guys? I mean, you just everyone's, but yeah, sure, everyone's saying that your game is basically a copy of Super Smash Bros. You're not oh. supposed to admit it. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Pretty funny.
1: That is pretty funny. Uh mine my runner up for douchebag this this week is Nintendo's whole Wii U presentation. Actually, Nintendo's whole presentation in general for me was the biggest douchebag. And the the points are fairly simple. Um they kept claiming, "Oh, we have so many games and so many things to To announce, which they didn't really during the presentation, but the fact that there was no actual live demonstration of any real games that would really show the fundamental use of the Wii U, except for the Dance, I think it's Dance Central 3, they had um, one demonstration with the Wii U with Mm -hmm. the Wii U control pad. I thought that was a major fail on Nintendo's part because they relied on people that were at the press conference to go to the um, booth and try it out. Yet they know that millions of people are watching this that don't have it aren't going to base their opinions on guys that went and actually played it. They're going to actually base it on what they see. And the fact that I saw it left me with more of a, okay, this isn't going to matter a whole lot when it comes out. Um, also, too, they're quote unquote. We have a lot of games coming out for the 3DS. Um, oh, but we're not going to mention all of them here. We're going to go ahead, and you guys can listen to our podcast or our video show that's going to be dedicated to all of that. Yet, looking at all the uh, looking at all the news, there was no real news about all the stuff that they're releasing. So, I felt that it was Nintendo's sleight of hand that basically said, "We really don't have shit to tell you or to offer you or to show you, but we're gonna go ahead and um you know still give you something to you know uh talk about and think that maybe there's a lot of stuff that's that's coming when there's not so it's
2: like, it's like they promised the world and gave us an island
1: yeah, you know they promised the world and gave me a pen. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it, it it was one of those kind of things where I felt really, really not mad but disappointed in Nintendo that they had an opportunity to buck the rumors and buck the ideas of, oh, hey, this isn't going to be very cool at all. Because the reviews were already negative out the door before was even – you know, people saw and were like, yeah, and then they did their whole presentation before E3. And you know, and in the end, none of it turned out to be. To me, it didn't inspire me. It actually left me with less confidence that this was actually going to work by the time it was released. Yeah. So for me, that that was my my runner-up douchebag was uh, Nintendo's whole presentation uh, this year at E3.
2: And who is your douchebag of the week?
1: So our douchebag of the week. I titled this people who believe Facebook posts (laughs)
0: Mm.
1: and on the article on the laser has a picture of Boromir saying one does not simply protect Facebook data with a status. Um, Yes, (laughs) many times we used to see things on MySpace back in the day, which simply proved just how dumb and gullible people actually were. Now that MySpace has gone the way of CompuServe, it is still around (laughs) and takes the current form on Facebook with more users on Facebook than there ever was on myspace it just goes to show just how dumb people are one for one reason or another people believe that when you post something in your status update it will somehow protect your privacy which is not the case as early as this past weekend which became viral by tuesday people began copying and pasting a post that was based on the idea that facebook's recent listing as a publicly traded company somehow negated their existing privacy policy Sorry to all of you that reposted that post, but it isn't true. When companies change from a private to a publicly traded company, it has no bearing on the privacy policy with the user unless they notify customers that changes to the privacy policy will go into effect at a later date. If you don't believe me, remember all that hubbub about Google changing their privacy policy months in advance, and they are a publicly traded company. Anytime someone asks you to repost something to prevent Tom or Mark from changing, from charging customers to use their online social media sites, just ignore them. It is a hoax and simply goes to show that people will believe anything when it comes to someone they, um, they think is smart. You cannot protect your piracy, privacy from reposting something on any social media site.
2: Or will, your piracy.
1: <laughs> yeah, or your piracy. Uh, they will have to send you a notification of the change, and and then have you have to change the settings. So uh, it's uh, I copied the full text, and I knew a couple of people. And I saw this on my um, news feed, too, of some people posting this, and I just shook my head going, Wow, you are so stupid. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can go to the Lazy Geeks website and you can actually see the full post from tech in text, which I, um, which we got from, uh, I think it was, uh, TechCrunch. It's, it's hilarious. It all sounds really official and stuff like that. It is hilarious though. (laughs) So who is, so to balance out this douchebaggery, who was our epic person this week? Jack Trent. Again? Again, twice in one year for keeping it real.
2: <laughs> so speculation after he bro-
1: broke your optical drive on your
2: on your <laughs> Xbox motherfucker. 360. <laughs> motherfucker. That's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so speculation is mounting about Sony putting out their next game console before the Xbox. Uh, well, before the rest. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said it was going to be before everything until the Wii U was announced. Um <laughs> S-C-E-E CEO Jack Trenton has corrected that rumor. Speaking with game trailers, Trenton said, we've, we've never been first. We've never been the cheapest. It's about being the best. America. I added <laughs> America. Said that an American flag unveiled yeah. from the ceiling. <laughs> I added I added America, but still, yeah. you know he wanted to say it. Hashtag America. Right. And he goes on to say, and I think if you can build a better machine and it's going to come out a little bit later, that's better than rushing something to market that's going to run out of gas for the long term. Please clap for this man because – Wait, wait. Chang clap. <laughs> Seriously, that's something that – Nintendo needs to understand. Um, Sony didn't let any news about the PS4, didn't let any news go out about the PS4 at this year's E3, but that's not stopping developers. Those who know a bit more than we do, to get ready for the next generation, we should see more information from Sony as well as Microsoft soon. Unlike the Wii U, which everyone should be well acquainted with by now. I don't think anyone expected Sony's next console to be the cheapest, but I'm sure everyone is waiting to see if it's going to be the best. Nintendo is giving Microsoft and Sony a run for their money. I don't really know why I said that. I think I wrote this when I was really late, because they're not really giving them a run for their money. Oh, well, they're giving because it's coming out sooner, but technology-wise they're not. I don't even know what the fuck next systems are going to be, and I still know they're going to be better than the Wii U. Um... (laughs) So, I think Jack Trenton is a boss this week because he kept it real. He's like, you know what? We don't have to be first. We don't have to be the cheapest. We need to be the best. We don't need to focus on when the console's coming out. We don't need to focus on the price point. We need to focus. And I think it was a direct stab at the Wii U. I think it was a direct stab at Nintendo
1: mm-hmm.
2: because all the all. All the media is like, well, Nintendo's releasing their system this year. What's going on with you guys? And he's like, oh, fuck Nintendo. How about that? <laughs> I don't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, to me, it, it's. I think he's just basically telling everybody, I don't. I don't because I think everybody said everybody's jumping on him like, well, the Wii U's coming out, so shouldn't the XPS4 come out? When should the PS4 come out? And I think because everybody's building on that, because Nintendo's doing it every like like with marvel and dc well dc rebooted their comic universe when's marvel going to do that or you know marvel did the avengers stuff when's dc going to do that i think because that everybody is in such a rush to get to the next big thing you know it's his way of saying you know what we're not in that rush yeah we're you know look what happened with the ps3 everybody had and even I, I have to admit, I had qualms of thinking, oh, this PS3 might not work out so well because it was delayed and delayed and came out way after, um, way after the Nintendo and Xbox. And think about Xbox, who rushed to get it out there. That could have been a dig at. Xbox, too,
2: as Microsoft. Yeah, okay. You know what? That's a damn good point. Because the Xbox rushed out, it could have done some quality assurance on that fucking thing and it might have <laughs> broke down every five seconds. Yeah, you
1: know, and, and that, so you get that whole, that whole bit. So, I, I think in, in a lot of instances, it's this way of saying, look, we don't need to be the first out there, we just need it to be good. And, yeah. you know, so that, that could be it, and that could be an issue of, like, we're not rushing this, we're not rushing this bitch. Because I said, that's right.
2: Because when Jack Trent says something, that's what fucking happens. Motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <What> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think that pretty much brings us to the uh, end of the podcast here. Uh, so, before we head out, we want to remind you all that if you want to read more about these stories we talked about and more, you can check out uh, the site, thelazygeeks.com. You can read... You know, new releases. You can read all the articles that we talked about. um, Even some of the E3 stuff that we mentioned. Uh, You can check them out on the website or wherever paperbacks are sold. Uh, You can check out my personal blog, whendidthishappentomeme.wordpress.com. You can be sure to uh, like us on Facebook or add us to your circle on Google Plus. And you
2: can check out my blog at (laughs) thelazygeeks.com. <laughs> the lazy yeah yeah uh,
1: you can follow us at on Twitter. you can follow uh, at the lazy Geeks or you can follow my handle at lazy underscore nomad. you can follow Adam's handle over there at lazy underscore sapien. Uh, you can even email us at the at gmail.com just just a reminder to you guys we have um, a new contributor on the site. Had a couple of really good, um, really good, uh, posts yeah. uh, last week. Uh, Steven, he's doing, is uh, doing some really good work. Um, and fucking, re- fucking quality. Quality All stuff that comes up. Yeah. And, uh, he also has a special, uh, special weekly, every Wednesday he reviews another podcast. So if you're looking for some new stuff, and, um, that's, that's one to check out. Um, Subscribe to our YouTube page, YouTube.com at the Lazy Geeks. One word. Uh, Lazy Geeks theme is provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out. So be sure to comment on this or any podcast on either iTunes or the website, LazyGeeks.com. Uh, tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy and uh, be sure to leave a comment because if you do we just may read it on the podcast unless it's a show like this one where it was a little packed so we had to drop those this week um remember we're thinking so you don't have to so until next week
0: a peace out